From 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is the Chancellor's Report, featuring Mark Monet, Chancellor of the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. And here's your host, WUWM Content Manager, Ellie Ellis. You're listening to the Chancellor's Report here on 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. I'm Ellie Ellis. One of UW-Milwaukee's strengths is its partnerships. They're multifaceted and can focus on a number of areas, including economic development and issues of equity. Today, we'll talk about the value and importance of public-public partnerships with guest Lafayette Crump, the City of Milwaukee's Commissioner of City Development. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And with our Chancellor, Mark Money. Hi, Mark. Hey, nice to see you, Ellie. Thank you. Uh, so let's start out by talking about the importance of partnerships generally. What's the public-public partnership, and how is it different from other kinds of partnerships, Mark? Well, thanks, and I really appreciate Commissioner Crump being here with us today. And, Ellie, you taking the time to spend uh, a little bit of uh, discussion with us. You know, my sense is, like everything we try to do with the city and other education institutions, healthcare organizations, and, and so forth, is we recognize that the issues that we're facing, whether it's around public health or housing, economic development, you name the issues, they're so massive, they're so, they're so important that no one organization can really do it together. So if you take the combined forces and you start adding them together, as we'll talk about today, uh, that's what's really uh, exciting and valuable. And when you talk about public-public, um, <laughs> one, one uh, uh, aspect that we share in common is that <laughs> we're, we're, we're not always as well-resourced as we need to be uh, to really address the needs. Um, so especially by pooling resources and having a common focus and aim, that type of alignment can really help citizens, can help the state in a huge, huge way. So that, to me, is kind of the importance and the value of doing that. And I, I really do look forward to talking about what we're doing and what we can do even more in our discussion today. Commissioner? Yeah, yeah, I would just uh, would echo those those comments. And, um, you know, public public is not uh, not a term, certainly, that you hear as much as public private. And in my work, I'm often tasked with figuring out how we can be better partners with, say, the development community or the construction community. Uh, but I think it's so vital that we think about how do we multiply the impact we can have by working with other public institutions. I think um, we both, um, you know, are we're leading or working within organizations that are concerned about ensuring that we're getting sufficient public input as well. And so we have different ways of receiving that input from the public um, and then just multiplying, whether it be capital and, and we could, you know, we could all use more of that. But the manpower and the ideas, uh, I find it, it's the framework of how you view things that when you get different uh, public institutions together, um, you, you kind of make sure you're not missing out on any of the different uh, manners about approaching problems and getting all of us kind of moving in the same direction uh, works out uh, quite a bit better, not just for the different institutions that are involved, but the public at large. Excellent. So let's talk about how the two of you came to discuss teaming up. Lafayette? Well, 
you know, partnerships um, are something that uh, our mayor talks about quite a bit. Um, you know, Mayor Johnson has re- really, um, you know, pushed us within city government to think about how we create um, partnerships and how we leverage resources um, to to do more of j- just what uh, the chancellor and I were just talking about. You know, he understands, I think I understand that we're not going to be successful if we're, um, you know, trying to do everything alone, doing things in silos, not recognizing um, the uh, all, all the different wheels that have already been invented, so to speak. And so, um, you know, let, let's figure out how to, how to get those wheels, um, you know, working together. And, you know, I as I started to learn a little bit more about what I could be doing um, with the Department of City Development. You know, I've been commissioner now for uh, for just over two years, um, and I really want to ensure that, you know, we're not a caretaker department that's just helping to, you know, things that are going to happen, that we're just making sure that they happen. I, I want to figure out how we can have a, a much broader impact, how we can move the needle, move things forward. Uh, with, with greater speed and impact and, you know, uh, how better to do that than to work, uh, you know, with an institution like like UW-Milwaukee that is so entrenched in this city that I think um, has one, one of the, the best connections to, um, you know, people, um, you know, who are, who are within our community, um, who, who really understand, you know, the, the value of the educational aspect, but through, you know, your Center for Economic Development and some of the other work that you're doing um, is really moving the needle. And so we're excited about uh, talking about how we, you know, grow opportunities for young people, how we connect them with, um, you know, the businesses that are, are searching for people. Um, so, so starting those conversations and figuring out how we can work together in that aspect, something that really excites me. And Ellie, I'd piggyback on those comments from the commissioner and back up a little bit. And you asked about how we met, how we started uh, the initial exploration. I want to um, go back to when I first met Commissioner Crump. He was part of a panel uh, that we were hosting here on campus around uh, the the uh, prospects of having the DNC, uh, Democratic National Convention here. Uh, this was some years ago, of course, uh, but Commissioner Crump impressed us all with his vision and, and real knack for putting pieces together and getting things done. So we were delighted when he became the commissioner and fast forward to today where he's been a key player in us landing the Republican National Convention. And this is a great example of a partnership where we've got thousands of rooms uh, that, that are going to be needed when we have thousands of delegates, media, and other uh, individuals that are going to descend upon this city and put us on the, the, the globe uh, with a big, vibrant, you'll see us from, from uh, you know, satellites and, and up from the moon, uh, Milwaukee will be glowing. And um, really, the commissioner with the mayor and, and, and many other key players in the community really helped make that happen. And that's the kind of activity that partnerships really uh, do bring together. So we'll have students, faculty, others that are involved, whether it's political science, journalism, you name the majors, uh, and, and really hundreds of different individuals that, that can collaborate and help make that event uh, very successful. So that's just one very recent type of thing. But it really also speaks to, I think, what we've got with our uh, really uh, valuable Department of City Development. And um, when we talk about alumni, I think about individuals like Dave Miskey, who's uh, one of our superstar alum, who works uh, really as one of the commissioner's right hands uh, to, to bring 
forward ideas and, and contribute. And we've got a lot of other individuals who, who do work with and for the city. Uh, so that's where our students come from and they stay here. 80% of our 200,000 alumni are right uh, in this, this uh, broader area. It's pretty powerful uh, to, to draw from. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned Dave, and um, you know, as you mentioned, one, one of my right hands uh, got a few of them, <laughs> but um, just um, you know, and some of the, the the planning talent that has come out of uh, UWM that that's so crucial to the work we do uh, in in the department. Um, we just just couldn't get it done with without those individuals, and um, you know, I'm so glad you mentioned also. Uh, you know, that that DNC and RNC connection that, you know, it, it's so important to us that we are doing things that are going to have, you know, kind of an outsized impact on this city and this community and, and having major events like that right here uh, in the city of Milwaukee that bring attention to all, of, not just the amenities we have here, not just the, you know, the great people um, that, that are in this city, but also the institutions that, that make it go um, is, is why these, these kinds of events are important, regardless uh, of your political stance. Great. So, Commissioner, what matters most to a government agency when it interacts with an academic institution? What are some of the examples of the tangible benefits you see or that you're hoping to see in the partnership? Well, I think that that's a it's a it's a great question. It's a welcome question, and I would uh, I'll, I'll answer it. But I, I'd want to know know the same, um, you know, from the chancellor. You know what what's important, you know, to uh, an academic institution when they're working with a government agency. Uh, but from our perspective, um, I, I think one of the the crucial things is access to data. Um, you know, we we've talked, you know, for couple couple centuries now uh, in, in this country about how we look at the states as laboratories, you know, see what works here. Maybe we can apply it in other parts of the country. Well, you know, universities have actual laboratories and uh, but they also they've got software. They've, they've studied other communities. Uh, they've got visiting scholars. They have young captive audiences who are going to decide to stay here. And, you know, happy that 80 percent of alums from UWM do stay here. Uh, but and they've got the employees and the residents of the future. Um, I, I think that that, um, you know, working with universities on on how they um, how they analyze data, uh, how they can really interpret. OK, you, you've done this government agency. Um, what have been the actual results of that? Um, you know, when, when I was preparing for my confirmation hearings uh, after I was appointed, um, two of the, the the great piece of pieces of information or or documents that I reviewed, the uh, the state of Black Milwaukee report uh, and also a, a study of the, the region's Latino population, uh, both of which, uh, you know, were, were led by the um, your, your Center for Economic Development. Um, went back when I was in the private sector, I did um, uh, was a part of the water use study uh, that, that the center did, um, you know, in conjunction with with sewer pack. So you, you've got uh, experts who have looked at um, some of the things that, that we're considering because either we thought about doing it or the, the, the mayor directed us or maybe there was a, an alder who had an idea. But let's figure out, OK, um, is it actually workable or are these really the challenges you need to address? Here are the top five or six reasons why Milwaukee lags, um, you know, in terms of opportunity for, for African-Americans compared to other cities, you know, your, your report will show that. And so we might ask ourselves, so why are we working on, 
you know, the the places where an incremental change isn't isn't going to have much of an impact. Um, so just just that access to, to data, to scholars, um, you know, you mentioned the the RNC. Um, and, and I was just just seeing the other day uh, that, that you've got three individuals notated, uh, I think, on UWM's website. People have questions about the RNC. What's the actual impact going to be from a political science point of view, from a uh, financial point of view? You've got people who they make it their life's work to understand these issues so that we're not starting from scratch. And if we're going to move fast, if we're going to be effective, we can't start from scratch. And so I, I, I value that uh, so much. And given the commissioner's suggestion, you know, what is he looking for from the university as we partner with the city, as we partner with really any other institution, particularly in the public sector? I, I think there's uh, four things that, that, that I'd have to, to frame. One is a commitment to um, the common interest, and that's usually easy um, to identify, but there's so many possible areas. So I really like to have a commitment um, that's long lasting and something where we're, we're, we're going to uh, you know, shake hands and really move forward. I think that's that's particularly important. Access, much like the commissioner talks about access to data, we want to make sure we've got access to the right leaders, to the right people um, that that really help with with uh, help you know drive and and enable our initiative work to to go together. Um, a third category would be the focus. Given all the array of possibilities, I really like to see where we do have tangible concrete uh, work. And let me give some examples of that, which really brings up kind of the fourth thing. Where's their synergy? Where are their natural linkages? So we're now going to be having the city health department located again. It was for some time in our Zilber School of Public Health. Um, mm-hmm. We're basically having them come back in. And if you think about, there's sure makes sense in terms of the physical location. We have a lot of students at the undergraduate, master's, and PhD level that are doing incredible work around, you know, what we just experienced in terms of COVID. Today, it's monkeypox, but COVID has not gone away. You know, there's many other health issues from, from um, you know, whether you talk about premature births or, um, you know, premature uh, birthing deaths, or you talk about smoking cessation, weight, um, diabetes, food deserts, um, really get into large public health issues. We've got a lot of nationally renowned experts in those areas, but we've also got a lot of student interns. We've got a lot of partnerships. Our partnership with the city health department, as well as the county health department, as we went through this last several years, it's not quite daily conversations, but it's really great to have the good relationships that we have with our medical team through not just our student health, but our employee base. You're talking about 4,000 employees, 24,000 students. Um, you know, it's a pretty big community and we can work in partnership with, with the expertise of the health department and then our expertise in terms of providing vaccinations, providing uh, information, education. And it's not just for our own community, it's for the larger communities that we live in, we serve. So those are the types of things that to me, you know, when you talk about focus, commitment, relationships, those things really have powerful effects on the community. I've always said, if we define UW-Milwaukee by the boundaries, by the literal physical boundaries uh, within which we reside, we've missed a huge opportunity. You might as well put us out in, in um, you know, I, I don't mean to disparage any place other than Milwaukee, but just put us out in the middle of a cornfield and, and uh, uh, we really do 
love to take advantage of the Learning Living Laboratory. And if we can partner with the city in focused areas, we're all going to be better off for it. So that's why I'm so excited about working with the commissioner on the things we've talked about, but many other things that we'll yet talk about today. Well, Chancellor, I, I love what you said about, um, you know, not being, um, you know, too conservative or stringent about the boundaries of of what who, whom you serve, but but the impact that you can have. One thing I've tried to make it clear, uh, make make clear to partners, to the business community, to, um, you know, folks that are thinking about investing in the region is that Milwaukee benefits even when um, there's an investment made in one of our surrounding communities. Would, would we love to have, uh, you know, folks locate within the city? Absolutely. I mean, is that is that what we're going to push for to, you know, revitalize certain areas of the city or, um, you know, locate in, in some of our, our great commercial corridors? Absolutely. But if there's been a determination that, um, you know, someone's going to be somewhere else if they feel that whatever reason it's better off for them to be, you know, outside the, the bounds of the city of Milwaukee, we're not going to throw our hands up and say, well, OK, we lost that one. Then it, it, it shifts. To, OK, how can we help that be successful? How can we make sure uh, that city residents are getting opportunities at that business? What can we do to create synergy? Is there a, um, you know, a supply uh, chain that uh, that will be created from this? So um, we absolutely have to look, uh, I think, a little more expansively than than some would otherwise think. So I was so happy to hear you say that. Um, and just to touch on a couple of the elements of partnership and, and why. Um, you know, what makes them effective? I, you know, you mentioned kind of that that handshake, that agreement that we're going to work on on, you know, issues that, that we have in common. We have, have similar goals and we're going to find a way to work together. I think it it really does start with that, that commitment that, you know, we're we're not just going to talk a little bit about, OK, here's what you're doing. Here's what I'm doing. Great. Good luck. Let's figure out how to how to build on that and, and, and work together uh, and have some real clear goals so we can see if it's effective. Absolutely. You're listening to the UWM Chancellor's Report here on 89.7 WUWM Milwaukee's NBR. I'm Ellie Ellis and I'm here today with Chancellor Mark Money and the City of Milwaukee's Commissioner of City Development, Lafayette Crump. Uh, now, you've both kind of uh, touched on this just a little bit, but I want to ask it directly. Um, UWM and the city of Milwaukee are both committed to economic development. Tell us what you're do- doing and what you hope to do together in this area. Well, you know, this is something that, um, Commissioner, I'm happy to lead off with this because, boy, you'd steal my thunder and I want to throw a few things out there. You've got some great, great ideas, too. But let me let me lay down some some uh, uh, starting points here. First of all, talent. You can't have economic development without a great workforce. Um, and I think about what the city has done. And, and Commissioner, to your point, I think about how we were able to lure Black Husky to this region. They are residing in River West, uh, just one of the great breweries here in the community, of which we've got many. Um, but that's that's a win. And it benefits the city. It's an employment base. But we've got talent that helps. We've got folks who study fermentation for Brewmaster. We've got folks that, that as college students are working in all sorts of capacities. But especially as alumni and graduates, how they fill that talent pipeline. Uh, so, so to really focus more on that, um, it's about partnerships on economic development, where you think about the Higher Ed Regional Alliance, where across the region we've got 18 
uh, higher ed institutions working with 10 community partners that are really focusing on graduation, getting more students, particularly with an equity lens because we're leaving a lot of individuals behind. And if you just look at the practical realities, if we don't, if we don't address getting more people with two-year, four-year degrees and certificates, we're going to fall behind as a region. We're not going to be able to fulfill those smart jobs. We're not going to be able to attract uh, the higher tech types of firms to keep the GEs, to keep the Rockwells, to keep those, those major leading employers, uh, whether it's you know, those, those folks that are m- members of the Water Council uh, that grew up here in Milwaukee, uh, those types of firms are in the medical fields and, and so forth. So really looking at, at that to be that engine that helps drive the state. I think about the Lubar Entrepreneurship Center and how we've got a number of programs that are helping Sherman Park or helping a number of other areas that are that are doing pop-up classes in high schools and, and, and uh, all sorts of different uh, community outreach types of activities. And I think about what we're doing on the Silver Spring uh, Corridor through, through um, Greenlawn area. That, that works on nursing, community nursing, where we've had partnerships for over 30 years that are delivering health care um, and, and really providing education and community learning. And finally, you know, um, two other aspects that come to mind. One is we've been really involved through our School of Architecture and Urban Planning uh, with our community design solutions uh, approach and, and the types of of innovations around urban pocket parks and and, and really helping with, with a number of different architectural plans that have been delivered on when we talk about just the alternatives that we need to have. And the, the final piece is um, on the economic development front, Commissioner and I have uh, had preliminary discussions about not this year, but next year hosting and having Milwaukee uh, with the city being a key player, hosting an economic summit, statewide economic summit, focusing, yeah, on what's happening in some of the urban areas, but really talking about uh, the state as a whole and working. We we need to bring the Wisconsin Economic Development Corp to the table. I'll have initial uh, discussions with some folks at UW System to help, but this would be a big, big thing. And I think that's an example of a partnership that the city can really um, put put a great uh, mantle and, and framework uh, help us around that. So that's a starting point in terms of some of the economic development work that we're committed to and working on with and for the city. Wow. Uh, you, you talk about stealing thunder. I just want to hear, <laughs> hear you keep talking about all of that. And I want to get to work on, on making those things happen. Um, you, you know, I, I'll, I'll just touch on one, one of the, the key elements you, you talked about in there is, uh, you know, what I envision is uh, sort of a pipeline problem. You know, we are, um, you know, we're focused um, largely on a couple of things at the Department of City Development. So, you know, b- business attraction and uh, the job growth uh, that can be associated with that and then commercial and, and, and residential real estate. And so, you know, obviously there are different spokes uh, that, that come off of both of those wheels. Um, but when we talk about, um, you know, attracting business, and I think a, a lot of the attention gets paid to, uh, is the city going to use some sort of economic incentive? Is there going to be tax incremental financing to get, uh, you know, a business built, um, you know, within the city? Uh, but uh, attraction matters. But so does retention and, and so does growth. And if we're, we're going to retain businesses, if we're going to grow the businesses that are here, we've got to absolutely make sure that the environment exists for those businesses to thrive. Uh, now that, you know, that that means 
something about, you know, the, the customers that they'll have means something about transportation and means something about amenities in the area. But what it very much means is do they have the workers that are, are skilled enough um, and, and trainable enough to do the type of work the business needs right now and to do the business of the future, uh, whatever that will be. And at the same time that that our companies are looking for that workforce, we know that we've got a lot of young people in this community, um, you know, particularly, uh, you know, in some pockets of our black and brown communities that need to have, um, you know, those, those educational opportunities that need to believe that there is something at the end of the rainbow, that if they put in the work, um, that they truly are going to have a place to land both at the, um, you know, uh, post-secondary education level, but then also, um, you know, in the workforce. And so, you know, I like to envision us really solving that pipeline issue uh, and making this connection uh, between, you know, all of the, the, the young folks we have in this community that are just such an incredible resource. And, and we owe it to the community uh, to connect them, you know, at the higher educational level and then connect them, um, you know, in into the workforce um, down the road. So, uh, you know, getting our young people connected making sure that they're prepared for the opportunities that are there. Um, that is the the most vital work, uh, perhaps, uh, of our time and the work that we can do together. And I really, really look forward to it. So let me add two examples, if I may, to that in terms of just perfect alignment with that pipeline. This is um, uh, one partnership we call it the Student Success Talent Pipeline Initiative, exactly as Commissioner has pointed out. Department of Workforce Development has come in with a half a million dollar starting grant um, to help us identify it, it initially 100 students with diverse backgrounds uh, that will lead to at least 200 students having internships uh, that work with local employers. And these are students from the city of Milwaukee, uh, students that really have shown great potential. And, and so we've already had our first launch of that program. And we have employers like Eaton and Rockwell and uh, Michael Best, Friedrich, name the companies. And every single C-level person that I talk to um, in the executive suites are like, we want 15 of those students. We want 10. And it's like, we're going to run out of students real quickly, which is a great problem to have because we just expand that pool. But in conversations with Tim Sheehy of the Metro Milwaukee Association of Commerce and other employer CEOs, we got this started. We can keep it going with employers now helping pick this up. So that's one real clear example, tangible. We also have the M-Cubed at an earlier uh, uh, stage working with Milwaukee Public Schools and MATC and UWM. That's where the M-Cubed comes from, the exponential power of these M players that are working on recognizing its education leading to employment. And so preparing students for work and uh, re- retaining uh, that, that talent with a diverse mindset with that equity lens all over this, uh, very much as the commissioner has pointed out, we're leaving too many individuals behind because they don't have the access to education that we really need everybody to have that opens those doors for social mobility, home ownership, access to health care, um, healthy lifestyles, and everything else that goes along with that. So on that uh, topic, we have just about a minute left, but I'm wondering how do you approach issues of equity in Milwaukee? Well, yeah, so I'll, I'll jump right in. I think, um, you know, 
to, in the interest of time, um, a, a crucial thing that we've done is tie ourselves into the government alliance on race and equity framework. Uh, and it's, uh, it's an approach, uh, you know, kind of a six prong approach to tackling uh, equity issues. And, um, you know, won't go through all of them. But first of all, you start with the racial equity framework. You, you recognize that you are going to have likely a positive or negative impact on equity whatever you choose to do. And so you're either making it better or you're making it worse. So how do we make sure that we're making it better? And two of the components that I think are are really crucial is being data-driven and partnering with other institutions and communities. So perfect discussion that we're having here today. Uh, You got to use data as part of your approach and you have to partner with others uh, if you're going to have a sizable impact. Uh, and, and one other element I'll mention is uh, operating with urgency and accountability. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I've tried to impart internally, we are affecting people's lives here. So we can't just sit and wait. Um, the, the longer we take to get something done, the more people's lives are not improved and therefore likely made worse. So, Mark, I'll give you the last word. I know we're running tight on time, but I have to tell you, as an access and research university, UW-Milwaukee is uniquely poised in the UW system to have in our DNA this focus on equity. That's a thumbnail. There's, there's more behind that, but I know we're, we're tight on time. Well, thank you so much uh, uh, for joining us today, uh, UWM Chancellor Mark Money and the City of Milwaukee's Commissioner of City Development, Lafayette Crump. Thank you both so much. Thank you. My pleasure. You've been listening to The Chancellor's Report, featuring Mark Monet, Chancellor of the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. If you'd like more information, go to uwm.edu slash chancellor.